Welcome to Critical Thinking and Loss Prevention, the show that challenges many of the true beliefs in the loss prevention. I am your host, Kevin Lynch. Thank you for joining me today. Organized Retail Theft, or ORC, you guys have all heard of it. It's the hottest thing going in loss prevention right now. Every month uh, that Loss Prevention Magazine comes out, there's pretty much another article on it. In every trade show, there's multiple conferences on the subject. But why is there so much attention being paid to it? Well, let me start out by reading a little bit from you from the article written uh, in Loss Prevention Magazine by John Talamo of Limited Brands Loss Prevention. The article is titled, Organized Retail Crime, Setting the Stage for an ORC Strategy. In here, in the second paragraph, he writes, A recent National Retail Federation survey of senior loss prevention executives revealed that 81% of their organizations have been victims of organized retail crime. According to the University of Florida's most recent National Retail Security Survey, external theft accounts for approximately 33% of the total shrink pie, or $12.5 billion, although many of us believe it's much higher. End quote. Talamo clearly states that uh, it's a big concern. 81% of retail organizations have experienced problems with it and that it accounts for about a third of the total shoplifting losses, external theft losses, uh, which uh, totals over $12.5 billion for all the losses. Then it goes on to say, quote, according to the 2005 FBI Unified Crime Report, ORC losses individually exceed auto theft at $7.6 billion, burglary at $3.4 billion, and larceny at $5.1 billion. Clearly, ORC is an escalating problem, but it's not as new as one might think. End quote. Again, he outlines the uh, damage that's done in the billions of dollars to the retail industry. Now, all of that sounds very uh, important. And there's no doubt that organized retail theft is uh, a legitimate issue in the retail community. The question is, how big of a problem is it? How much emphasis should be put on it? Well, when you think about it, it's one-third of one-third of all the losses. In other words, external external theft accounts for approximately 33% of all the losses, or one-third of all the losses. And ORC accounts for about 32%, according to the 2005 National Retail Security Survey. So it is one-third of one-third of all the losses, which puts it right around 10% of the total losses. Now, that is still a good amount, but when internal theft is 50% of the problem, uh, other external theft losses are still 20% of the problem, there's other reasons to be concerned, other issues to be concerned about that exceed the concern with organized retail crime. So why so much attention being paid for it? Well, it's very glamorous. You know, you go out and make a bust and it's big dollars. Every time they make a bust, uh, it's big dollars, according to the National Retail Security Survey in 2005. An average apprehension exceeded $40,000. That's pretty large. But the reality is that $40,000 is not from a single company. It's from multiple companies. So you have one individual company hunting down losses for other companies. 
how much of that $40,000 averages for the company that initiated the investigation and uncovered it. Well, we don't have those figures in front of us. So I look at it as simply ORC is a bit overblown, overstated. I think even the estimate of 32% is high. And definitely it's not on the increase as as being cited over and over again. How do I know that? How do I know that ORC is not on the increase? Everybody seems to say it is. Everyone believes it is. But there's not one shred of information that confirms that it is. I haven't seen anything that would tell me ORC is on the rise. When I just look at the shrink results from the National Retail Security Survey, we've seen that since the turn of the century, the year 2000, we've had relatively consistent decreases in shrinkage. Not dramatic, but they've been decreasing to the point where in 2004, it was at an all-time low of 1.54%. And in 2005, crept up a bit to 1.59%. These are still very low numbers compared to the late 90s uh, shrink results where it was in the 1.9% range. So if shrink is going down, how is it that organized retail crime could be increasing? I had one executive from a major company that I spoke with who uh, his theory was simply that we were doing such a good job at detecting and resolving internal theft issues through tools like exception reporting and CCTV and DVRs that now ORC was increasing at a proportionate rate. Well, that's a little far-fetched to me. It's a little hard to believe that the organized retail crime, external theft, would be exceeding, or I should say increasing, at a similar rate. It's hard to fathom, hard to believe that that's going to happen, that that's going to go up at the same rate that internal theft is going down, which results in just a slight decrease. Not to mention the estimates on the National Retail Security Survey have not changed. It's still held true throughout the uh, 2000s that external theft has been around 50% of all the losses. So that also contradicts the theory that external theft is going down and the ORC is going up. Now, what other data can we look at? What other information can we gain to tell us that ORC is not increasing? Well, we look at the Uniform Crime Report. John Talamo mentions it in his article. In the Uniform Crime Report, crime as a whole has dropped by nearly 40% in the past 15 years. Larceny, which the uh, category of organized retail crime would fall under, has also uh, decreased by about 40%. Out of that, shoplifting, which organized retail crime would fall under generally, has remained steady at about 14% of all the larcenies, meaning that shoplifting has also decreased by about 40% during that time. So 
what's that telling us? Crime is going down. Larceny is going down. Shoplifting is going down. How can all of that be true and organized retail crime is increasing? How can shrink be going down and organized retail crime is increasing? There is no logic here. It does not make sense. All the data shows that it is on the decrease. Now, the concern comes in such technology as eBay, where everyone believes that that becomes an easy resource for fences. They can sell their goods that they steal much easier than they ever have been able to before. Well, this is true. But I think eBay also has a built-in mechanism to help deter organized retail crime from using it excessively in that there is tracking. There is information. They have to sign up for an eBay account. There are IP addresses involved. People can much more easily hunt them down. This is to not, not to say that it is not being used for this purpose. However, I think some of the smartest organized retail crime groups are in fact not using eBay as it provides too much evidence and information of their activities. I would tend to think that they are still going with more traditional routes of fencing their goods, which includes swap meets and flea markets, as well as finding small business owners that they can sell directly to. These, I think, are the channels that the more sophisticated levels of organized retail crime are going to be going after versus eBay. eBay is much more, I believe, of the unsophisticated, despite the technology advancements. Those people who are smart enough to know they don't want to leave a trail are not going to be going to eBay. So I don't see that as being the big fencing operation that most LP professionals would tend to see it as. Now, with all of this information and all this data, what does this tell us about organized retail crime? Well, I think, personally, that it's overblown. I think the concerns, the red alerts are hyped up, and I think that this is just going to be another passing trend in loss prevention that in another two to three years will just kind of fade out. I'm not sure why so many people believe that this is such a concern and such a problem, Um, but I have not seen any evidence that it is. So that's my view on organized retail crime. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time and listening today. I look forward to future episodes when we delve in depth into many other interesting topics. Thank you very much, and we will talk again soon.